opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Communications, staff, management, or advertisers. Activist Radio is on the air. You've tuned into the Mark Harrington Show. Sponsored by Created Equal. Time is running out for our nation. I beg of you, you need to stand against the evil that's plaguing our nation. If you don't like abortion, don't have one. The only thing that can be said to be objective truth is that there is no objective truth. Like, you kill a baby fetus, it's the same thing as killing any old inanimate object. I would argue that we certainly are not all created equal. Mark is training a new generation of leaders. people it's your movement now it's not your parents anymore the blood that is shed cries out to god from the ground for justice and now here's mark well hello friends mark harrington here your radio activist here on the mark harrington show and we appreciate you joining us today uh, you can find out more about our program by going to markharrington.org. We have the list of all the podcast platforms that we uh, broadcast the program on. And I'm also on all my social media platforms as well as over terrestrial radio here in the state of Ohio and West Virginia. And we're adding uh, radio stations uh, on a regular basis. So if you want to find out more, go to markharrington.org. We appreciate you being on the program today with us and, and following along with the work that we're doing here at Created Equal. And today we're going to be talking about the changing face of choice. And that's what I call it, the changing face of choice. That is abortion. The debate over abortion is changing quickly the landscape of abortion because of the uh, new administration, the Biden administration. And so we want to be talking about that today. We're going to be talking about the abortion pill, pill abortions. We're going to be talking about the executive orders, uh, President Biden. I, By the way, it's hard to say that, but we've got to get used to it. President Biden's executive orders, the guy signed 42 of them in about nine days. Uh, it's crazy. He called Donald Trump a, a dictator, but yet he's acting like one himself. Uh, we're going to be talking about possibly the conscience clauses, other things like that with my good friend and colleague in the pro-life movement, Dr. Christina Francis. Uh, Christina, thanks for being on the program today. Thanks for having me, Mark. So let, let me start here. I, you know, I'm reading your bio. I know a little bit about your history. Uh, you know, I was really intrigued to read that you had worked with orphans in Romania and Burma, and you've also uh, worked as an OG, OBGYN in Kenya. Um, give us, I, I just want to talk a little bit about that and how that might have prepared you for the work you're doing now. Absolutely. Well, I have had the distinct privilege to be able to spend a significant amount of time overseas and in many developing countries. Um, I started back when I was a high school student building houses in Mexico and then in college spent a significant nice. amount of time in Romania. Um, and then actually lived in Romania for a year in between undergraduate and medical school. And then went to medical school with the mission of, or you know, with the motivation that I was gonna do long-term medical missions overseas. So that's really what got me through the difficulty of medical school and a, and a grueling mm -hmm. four-year OBGYN residency was, was knowing that that's what I was gonna do. And so 
I went straight from residency to Kenya, to a rural mission hospital in Kenya. We served about 300 to 400,000 people. I was the only OBGYN for that area, so I was wow. very busy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, I, but I was very blessed to be able to serve um, the people that I did. And, and I was able to see during that time the true needs that women in developing countries have, especially when it comes to their pregnancies. Um, and the need is not for abortion. <laughs> the need is for um, adequate prenatal care. The need is for basic things like blood, for blood transfusions and um, monitoring of blood pressure, you know, very simple things that we should be providing to these women. And so I was very blessed and honored to be able to serve those women during that time. My guest is Dr. Christina Francis, and you can find out more about the American Association of Pro-Life Obstetricians and Gynecologists at aplog.org. That's A-A-P-L-O-G dot org. Uh, Dr. Francis, we have a new administration, the Biden administration, and there's a lot of concern from us pro-life advocates about what he's been uh, doing, especially the executive orders and what he's promising to do, uh, and that is to roll back all of the Trump pro-life actions that were taking place in the last four years. He signed 42 executive orders, some of those related to abortion. Uh, let's talk about the abortion pill first. Uh, you know, I think over the last 10, 15 years, we've seen this shift from surgical abortions to medical abortions. And the reason why, in my view, is because surgical abortions are easier for pro-life activists like ourselves to expose, to target, you know, standalone clinics, sidewalk counselors. We even use signs showing abortion imagery and so forth. And now they're moving towards the medical abortions, which are simpler in the sense of being able to dispense a pill uh, rather than, say, uh, you know, a surgery. Uh, And I think the number is like 40 percent of all abortions are medical abortions now. Uh, Back in, I think, maybe 2002 or 2003 or something like that, if I recall, only 5 percent were done Mm -hmm. through medical uh, means. How do you see this? First of all, explain how a pill abortion works. Yeah, so um, a medication abortion is actually a regimen of two different medications. Um, And currently under the regulations that are in place by the FDA, a woman has to be physically seen prior to getting the first medication. And that first medication is called Mifeprex, or some people might have heard of it as RU486. And so she's given that medication in person. And what that medication does is it blocks the action of progesterone, which a lot of people have probably heard of. That's a, a naturally occurring hormone in the body that really is kind of the life support hormone of that early human being as he or she is developing until the placenta develops at about 12 weeks gestation. So Mifeprex blocks the action of progesterone. Essentially what that leads to is a starvation of that uh, young human being and and leads to the death of that baby. And then the second medication she takes uh, 24 to 48 hours later, and that's called mesoprostol. And that medication actually makes her uterus contract, and then the baby then will be expelled. I think it's important for people to know, even though the abortion industry has certainly done a good job of selling this as an easier method of abortion, um, it actually is very difficult. The woman goes through this process at home. 
oftentimes by herself without medical supervision. Many women say that they, when the, when they are back, when their baby comes out, they actually are able to see the baby, and that's very traumatic for them, um, especially if they haven't been prepared for that possibility. Um, and medication abortions have a four times higher complication rate than do surgical abortions, so they are not an easy solution. But you're right; this is the new frontier for the abortion industry. Well, if anyone's watched the movie Unplanned, I think the depiction mm-hmm. of the woman in that movie uh, undergoing a, Medicaid, a medical abortion is excruciating yeah. to watch. I mean, the idea that uh, women are dealing with this on their own at home right. and often just delivering the baby in a toilet. I mean, it's it, okay. we call them toilet abor- abortions, and I think that's an right. accurate description of what's happening here. Again, Dr. Francis is my guest. You can go to aaplog.org, that's aplog.org, to find out more about the American Association of Pro-Life Obstetricians and Gynecologists. Uh, If you would, Dr. Francis, the new administration, we don't know where they're going to go, but we can guess that they're going to roll back a lot of the Trump policies on pro-life. One of them is the REMS, and I don't want to get into the weeds here, but the FDA has put restrictions on the dispensing of the pill abortions. You explain, if you could explain what's going on there and the fear that many of us have that the the Biden administration is going to remove those restrictions. Absolutely. So these are really important, and and I hope that your listeners will will learn about these because it is important that these stay in place. So when the FDA approved Mifeprex to be used for abortions, it was rushed through the approval process. And so part of what they did when it was approved was put these REMS or restrictions for use in place in order to minimize the risk to women. And I say minimize because it didn't take it away completely, but it is keeping it more under check than it would be if we didn't have these in place. And basically these restrictions, again, require that a woman be seen in person, require that she be screened for an ectopic pregnancy, Um, require that she be given information about the risks associated with medication abortion, and that she have someone who she's connected to that she's getting these medications from, so that if and when she does have a complication, which we know one in five women will experience some kind of complication from these, um, that she has someone to go to to take care of her complication. Um, So these REMS are under attack. Unfortunately, the American College of OBGYNs, which is the largest mm. professional organization for OBGYNs in the U.S. Unfortunately, they recently sued the FDA to have these REMS listed, stating that it was too burdensome for women during COVID to go in to be right. seen by a physician prior to obtaining these deadly medications. Um, this is highly disappointing for me, given the fact that I'm an OBGYN, that they would be pushing for something that is medically unsafe for women and is going to lead to more women dying, more women having complications. Thankfully, the Supreme Court um, blocked the ruling of the federal judge and and kept the REMS in place. Um, But we certainly have heard that the Biden administration is looking at lifting these REMS. Um, And, you know, as an organization who represents women's health care providers all over the world who state that abortion is harmful for women, especially if these regulations are lifted, we would certainly... um, encourage anyone in the administration who who has the ability to lift those rounds to not do that. Again, you're listening to the Mark Harrington Show with your radio activist, Mark Harrington. And folks, 
uh, we exhort you to support the work of Created Equal. And you can do that by writing a check to Created Equal, P.O. Box 360502. That's 360502, Columbus, Ohio, 43236. If you want to support the work of Created Equal in this radio program, you can also go to our website at createdequal.org slash donate if you'd like to give electronically to the work of Created Equal. Also, folks, we do have a new set of uh, pro-life signs that we're making available. You can go to our store at createdequal.org. We have three abortion pill signs or pill abortion signs that you can be using out at the abortion centers because these abortion centers, whether they provide surgical abortions or just pill abortions, uh, these signs can be useful in showing women who are going inside to think about uh, uh, getting an abortion to think twice about it. Uh, Dr. Francis, on that, I'd like to ask you, and I, I didn't tell you this before the program, but I'd like to ask you about the pill reversal process. Yeah. Um, you know, there's been a lot of talk about that. Of course, abortion advocates say it doesn't work, uh, you know, and all that. If you would talk about that, because if a woman takes the first pill, it doesn't mean that, uh, you know, the abortion has to take place. There is a way to reverse it. Would you explain how that works? Yes. Thank you for asking me about that, actually. It's, you know, I think in the midst of this kind of frustrating push for more women to have access to medication abortion, this is a ray of hope that we can find for women and mm -hmm. for their children in the right. midst of that. And actually, APLOG just last week was in Washington, D.C., um, helping promote Representative Lamborn is introducing a bill on the federal level that would actually require women who are obtaining medication abortions to be informed about the availability of abortion pill reversal. So we're really excited about that. Um, but basically what abortion pill reversal is, is if a woman changes her mind after taking the first of the two medications, it's very important, she can't have taken the second, um, which we know that a lot of women do actually have that experience, um, that there is a possibility to try and reverse the effects of that first medication, the mifeprex, and try to save her baby. So uh, the protocol basically just exists of giving the woman uh, progesterone, so um, giving her the hormone that mifeprex is meant to block. And right. um, this medication, it's a naturally occurring hormone. It's been used for decades safely in the first trimester of pregnancy. Uh, so there's no safety issues there. We're using the same doses that many uh, infertility physicians use in early pregnancy support for their patients. Um, so the claims by the abortion industry and by ACOG that this is an experimental treatment um, are false. This is a medication. We are not experimenting on women. This is a medication that has proven safety in pregnancy. And what we found through following these women, first of all, let me give you the best news is that more than 2,000 babies have now been saved using abortion pill reversal protocol, which is so wow, awesome. amazing. That means 2,000 women have been spared the lifetime of regret of knowing that they chose to end the life of their child, and they instead are getting to enjoy a lifetime of memories with that child. Um, so that, to me, is so exciting. Um, it's not 100%, unfortunately. It would be wonderful if it was. Um, but using the abortion pill reversal protocol, we can take a woman's chance for the continuing pregnancy from about 23% if she were to do nothing after taking that first pill 
up to nearly 70% chance of her baby surviving if we use the APR protocol. So amazing. I personally have had one success story with a patient. I've had one attempt and one success. So I love my rates. I've got a 100% success rate, but, um, but that was one of the best deliveries yeah. I've ever done and, uh, and just really exciting to see my patient um, be able to know that she did everything she could for her child. So folks, if you want to find out more about the abortion pill reversal, you can simply go to abortionpillreversal.com. That's abortionpillreversal.com. Find out more about the process of reversing the abortion pill. Because if a woman takes that first pill, it doesn't mean that the baby is necessarily going to be aborted if she takes the second uh, pill, the progesterone, it, within, was it 24 to 48 hours? Was that right? Well, so the progesterone needs to be started within 72 hours of seventy-two first medication. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is, uh, this is something that uh, we need to be telling women who are even at the abortion centers, because a lot of the abortion centers are now pill abortion centers. They're not surgical abortion centers. In our city, we have one surgical abortion center and one pill abortion center, and we use the uh, pill abortion signs out front of the pill abortion centers. And we also use the uh, a sign that advertises or lets women know about the abortion pill reversal. So folks, you can find out more by going to abortionpillreversal.com. Again, my guest is Dr. Christina Francis, and she is the chairman of the board of the American Association of Pro-Life Obstetricians and Gynecologists. And you can find out more by going to aplog.org. That's A-A-P-L-O-G.org. Uh, Dr. Francis, we got about eight minutes left in the program. Um, how do you, I mean, as you look at the Biden administration, there's a couple executive orders. Which ones are you concerned? What, what are you concerned about most when it comes to the Biden administration, when it comes to abortion? Well, you know, certainly during their campaign, they made, um, they made it a point to say that they were interested in lifting abortion restrictions and even in codifying Roe v. Wade. So, you know, they they put out there very clearly what their agenda was uh, when it comes to abortion. Certainly, the executive orders that he has already signed are very concerning. I think two of the Mm -hmm. most concerning were uh, the reversal of the Mexico City policy, which, of course, kept our tax dollars from funding Mm -hmm. abortions in developing countries. Um, and, you know, this one, of course, as, I, as we talked about at the beginning of the program, is very near and dear to my heart because women and women's health in developing countries is a passion of mine. Um, most of the women in these countries don't want abortion in their countries, and yet it's being right. pushed on them by this Western agenda. And in fact, there was a poll that came out recently of Americans asking if they support their tax dollars funding abortions in other countries. And 77% of people don't support it, including the vast majority of Democrats don't support their tax dollars going to fund abortions in other countries. And yet the Biden administration has shown their commitment to abortion above the health of women, actually. Um, And then, of course, he reversed the Title X rules saying that, um, you know, our tax dollars shouldn't fund uh, organizations who are promoting abortion as a method of family planning in the U.S. And, And still the vast majority of Americans don't support our tax dollars funding abortions here in the U.S. So, you know, I think those have certainly shown where their priorities are, that they're not willing to listen to the American people on this issue. 
Um, again, I would implore them to listen. We are a group of nearly 7,000 medical professionals who assert that abortion is not only bad for women, but it ends the life of a developing human being. Um, we are medical experts who can testify to that. Um, and so if, if someone in the administration was willing to listen, we'd be willing to talk to them. <laughs> right. So l- let's talk about this. We, you know, we, there are, as you say, there's 7,000 medical professionals that are part of APLOG. Um, so if you're listening to the sound of my voice or you're watching on video and you are a physician, a pro-life physician, a Christian ph- physician, uh, Dr. Francis, if you would talk to them and ask, you know, because we want your, your uh, group to grow. We want to have more influence. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I would encourage any um, either physician who's involved in women's health care. So we are uh, a majority OBGYNs, but we have a lot of other specialties that are represented in our organization as well, as well as um, nurse midwives and nurses and mental health professionals. Um, Anyone who is taking care of women in a medical capacity who is interested in knowing the science that exists that says that abortion is bad for women, um, of course, we know that it ends the life of one of our patients, right? It ends the life of our preborn patient. So absolutely, we're opposed to abortion because of that. But we're also opposed, opposed to abortion because it's bad for our other patients. It's bad for our maternal patient. It causes significant risk to future pregnancies, as well as lifetime risk of mental health disorders. Um, and so we are trying to get that, that evidence out there to not only empower um, medical students and residents and physicians to have that information as they talk with colleagues and counsel their patients, but also so that the general public can know that as well. Um, physicians and especially students and residents are facing tremendous pressure right now to abandon their consciences and to support mm-hmm. this sort of radical abortion agenda that's making its way through even the major medical organizations. And so we wanna let them know you are not alone we are here for you. You have our support and we can represent you um, on a local, but as well as a national level. So you and listening to the Mark Harrington show, folks, you can find out more by going to our flagship website at markharrington.org. I'm also on terrestrial radio in Ohio, West Virginia, and you can pick us up on all the podcast platforms. If you want to listen to the program at your convenience, my guest today is Dr. Uh, Christina Francis from the American Association of Pro-Life Obstetricians and Gynecologists. And you can go to aplog.org. That's A-A-P-L-O-G.org. Also, folks, if you want to support the program, please uh, write a check to uh, Created Equal. That's the organization I head up, the pro-life group that helps fund this program. And you can write a check to P.O. Box 360503, Columbus, Ohio, 43236. Also, uh, as another action point, folks, we want you to go to uh, check out our signs, our uh, pill abortion signs. You can go to createdequal.org, and there's a link there to our store, and you can peruse all the signs that we make available for those kinds of activists who take these out to the abortion centers in America. So, Dr. Francis, we, we've got about a minute left. If you would um, give us some parting words and a little bit of encouragement as we face four years of a hostile pro-abortion administration. Absolutely. Well, you know, I think what is most encouraging to me, the more I work with APLOG and the more I work in the pro-life movement, is that 
science and medicine, the medical data are actually on our side. And so we can um, put out, it's not just our belief system, it's not just some you know, philosophy that we have, it's all backed up by the data. And so you know, in this current time where everybody wants to follow the science, that's what we're asking people to do. We're asking them to follow the science to see um, that a new human life begins at the moment of conception and that abortion is really bad for women and they deserve to know that. They deserve to be empowered with that information. So I'd be remiss too if I didn't say, in addition to our website, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. Just look for Applog AAPLOG and, uh, and you can find the science there. We put it out on our social media all the time. I appreciate you being on the program, Dr. Francis. Uh, always good to check in with you and get information about these important issues. Appreciate you being on the program. Thank you for having me. All right. Dr. Uh, Christina Francis has been my guest today on the Mark Harrington Show. And you can find out more again by going to aplog.org. That's A-A-P-L-O-G.org to find out more about their organization. If you are an OBGYN, a pro-life OBGYN or a Christian uh, medical professional, then you can also get involved with Aplog. They need your assistance. And if you want to support the program, go to created equal forward slash donate. You can give us financial support. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we come to you every Thursday at 11 a.m. on my social media platforms and over the air on Saturday in Columbus, Cincinnati and Huntington, West Virginia. We'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember, America to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to become a witness against the evil, evil plague in America, call Created Equal at 614-269-7808. That's 614-269-7808. Or go online to createdequal.net. createdequal.net. Be sure to tune to the Mark Harrington Show next time for your marching orders in the culture war.